I'm Rose Skeeters, host of From Borderline to Beautiful, a show about hope and recovery for BPD. Hello and welcome to another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. So today I just wanted to offer some tips and tricks and games you can play with loved ones so that you can learn to communicate better in social settings. Oftentimes, people with BPD say that they have social anxiety. I can relate to that. Especially once you become aware of your diagnosis, you become hyper-aware of all of the things that you do that are weird, right? Maybe some of you can relate to that, at least. So, we want to look at, you know, what are social skills? Social skills are the things that you use to connect with other people. You know, it's tough because I never thought that I had an issue with this, even as a kid. I never consciously thought, oh, I, you know, don't have really great social skills, but it definitely did. I remember being in second grade where the way that I thought that I could connect with people was to be really bossy, and it was, you know, the start of a lot of stuff. So do you ever wonder why it's easy for some people to make friends and other people's not so much? It probably seems sometimes like, you know, if you're at work or you're watching people hang out or chill at a party at college, it seems like everybody has some sort of secret hand handbook, right? on how to behave or act except you? Well, trust me, there's really no secret sauce. There's no secret handbook. You just have to understand and know social skills, and that comes easily to other people. Some people, excuse me, than it does to others. There are people out there who don't have borderline personality disorder. Maybe they have autism, or maybe they don't have a diagnosis at all. They're just empathic, and they have a difficult time comprehending, like, social cues. And that's okay. Because like with anything else that we talk about, we can learn social skills. So with communication, as a a tip, here's one activity that you can do or try. You can think about conversations, especially with people that you don't know or you're unfamiliar with or you're nervous to talk to, and imagine playing catch. So if somebody throws you a ball, you're going to throw it back. We've talked about this before in terms of, you know, throwing the conversation ball in a way that the person can catch. But this is, you know, a different kind of catch. It's about communication. So if someone asks, asks you, for example, not the Philly asks, but asks you, for example, what are you doing this weekend? You gotta imagine yourself throwing it back. I'm going to the movies. What are you doing this weekend? Pretty simple, right? Seems that way. But then... You got to figure out how do you keep the conversation going? Well, you want to keep playing ball, right? So you can't just say, how was your weekend? And then they tell you, and then you tell them theirs, and you throw it back, and then you just sit there and hold the ball. That would be pretty rude, wouldn't it? I think sometimes we might freeze in social situations because that sympathetic nervous system response happens, and it's like, oh my gosh, what do I say next? Well... If you can practice this in everyday situations, like when you go to the store and you're talking to a cashier, or just even practice passing a ball, literal ball, while you speak back and forth with your partner, you can throw the ball, and they ask you a question, and then you answer the question while holding the ball, and then you throw it back, and you keep this going back and forth, so that you can start to bring a little bit more clarity to how to continue a conversation, right? So think about that. Throwbacks and keeping the conversation ball moving. Second thing I wanted to talk about in terms of communication and social skills is interrupting. 
it's important to recognize that interrupting really puts pauses on conversations, right? Interrupting someone while they're talking can really ruin a conversation. And it's too bad because I know that you really don't interrupt people on purpose. That's not usually what people do. People interrupt for all sorts of reasons. Maybe they have something important to say. Maybe they don't want to forget what they're going to say. Maybe they're upset and they want to get their point in. Or maybe they're not really paying attention to what the other person's saying. And they're just waiting to talk. Well, regardless of the reason, it can make the other person feel upset, right? Have you ever been interrupted when you were speaking? How did it make you feel? So let's do a little bit of a, an example here. So we have two people and they're talking and maybe they're talking about video games. One dude goes, I love that video. I play it all the time. Me too. Did you get the latest update? Yeah, I did. I just, it did. It was so much better than the last one. I know I was playing it and I got past level five last night and I've only been playing it for a few days. Oh, wow. What's the controls are so much easier in this version. I know I thought the, I wonder when the next version will come out maybe next year. Okay. So it's hard to figure out which person was speaking and who was doing the interrupting as I'm talking. So I'll slow it down a little bit. I love that show. I watch it all the time. Me too. Did you get the latest update? Yeah, I just it did. It's so much better than the last one. I know I was playing it, Hen. So you see, I switched it to movie instead of video game <laughs> in the middle there. But you see, you know, the person who is answering me too doesn't get an opportunity to speak really at all. And the other person just monopolizes the conversation. So if you find that you do that, think about that like this, this, individual who's trying to get a word in can't get a word in edgewise because you keep interrupting and that's a really extreme example so you really want to take a look at what expression people have on their face are they getting frustrated at you are they getting annoyed or angry do they eventually stop trying to talk to you at all if you've had that experience it could be a problem with interrupting so communication conversation social skill number two is to do an, an interruption experiment and to figure out what it is you're willing to do to try to communicate better in social settings. And remember, it's easier to do it when you don't have all that pressure. So doing it at the dinner table, doing it with your family, being silly about it. If you have kids, I mean, kids definitely need to learn this. And so you can get a ball and kind of pass it around and make it a game. All right? But here are some tips to talk to people that you don't know. To have a you know less maybe more confidence in yourself right so make eye contact with people and keep it number one number two try to answer with more than just a yes or no when someone asks you a question number three show that you're interested by focusing on the conversation try your best on that one it can be hard but it takes practice number four throw back questions they asked to you to show interest Number five, this one could be obvious, sometimes not, right? Be polite. Use words like thank you and you too. Six, speak up, don't mumble. You want people to hear you, right? Seven, don't interrupt. Wait your turn to speak. Eight, don't be sarcastic or overly sarcastic, especially in an initial interaction. And try not to be disrespectful, even if you're feeling frustrated with the person. Number nine, if you degree, disagree, do it in a polite way. And number 10, end the conversation with one 
of your conversation enders. So you end a conversation like, all right, it's great to see you. It's great talking to you. We should get together sometime. We'll have to plan it. I have to go. I have to run, but it was nice talking to you. I have to go. We should hang out. It's cool talking to you. Let's talk again sometime. I have to get back to my kids. Let's talk again sometime. You can also just make up your own on the fly. So hopefully those 10 tips really help you. I want to give you a bonus top 10 everyday social skills. I posted this on social media, but I thought it was pretty awesome. And I want you guys to check it out and and see if this is something that these skills are some things that you can take on in your everyday life to go out and take some action steps to being more confident socially, you know, (laughs) social people. Number one, be friendly and smile at others. These things seem so obvious, right? But to some people, they just aren't. So some of you out there are like, yeah, I'm pretty good socially. Awesome. This is for those of us that are introverts with BPD and can be socially awkward and aware of it. So be friendly and smile at others. Number two, be considerate and thoughtful of those around you. This includes not getting into someone's physical space or putting your hand on their shoulder or being too touchy with others without them asking. Three, you want to wait your turn. Be willing not to interrupt and share in the interaction. Number four, as best you can, be calm and control and in control of your emotions, especially your anger. If you can't, take a break. Number five, don't talk trash about people behind their backs or other people in a, in, in a social situation. Number six, ask people questions about themselves. Be curious, be interested, even if you're not. Number seven, ask other people to hang out with you. Be brave. Hey, you want to go to the movies sometimes? You want to play this video game with me? Eight, have good manners and be polite. Seems another thing that's like, Yeah, obvious, maybe, right? Hold the door open for someone. Say thank you. Say please. Make eye contact. Oh, number nine, make eye contact. Don't mumble. That's another one. Remember that from the communications uh, tips we talked about? And last one, everyday social skills. Don't hog the conversation. Take turns talking and listening. Very difficult thing. I know sometimes I will go and go and rev and rev and rev. And I, you know, definitely am hyperbolic, so there's no secret that I'd like to hear the sound of my own voice. (laughs) Jay will laugh at that one. That's why I'm laughing. He says that. He used to say that when I would speak so much and get myself into deep pits before, he would say, words matter, words matter. But we want to practice taking turns and listening so that when we're not with people that we're super familiar with and they'll tolerate that stuff from us, we can be respectful people. So hopefully this helps you with some social skill activities that you can try with communicating, having conversations, and just being more confident in general. Write those down. Check them out. Go ahead on Instagram and see if you can find that post and Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. We're going to have a recovery story up this month for Thanksgiving because I'm just so thankful to be able to do this podcast for you guys each week. All right, see you next week for another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful.
for listening. That was From Borderline the Beautiful, a production of Skeeter's Strength Mindset Coaching Systems. We help frustrated individuals, resentful couples, and disconnected families navigate through tough times. Visit us on the web at skeetersstrength.com. If you like this show, remember, you can hear it on Anchor or Apple Podcasts or Pocket Cast or any app you use to listen to podcasts. Subscribe to get a new episode every Monday. If you want to get in touch, you can leave me a voice message. Some of you had some comments and questions from last episode, so let's hear them. I'd love to hear whatever questions you have too. Just download that Anchor mobile app, search for From Borderline to Beautiful, and tap the message button to send me a voice message. So, If you like this podcast, not only can you download that Anchor app, but you can help us get this message out to so many more people. Head over to Apple and offer us that five-star rating and let me know what you're thinking about some of our material. The more stars and higher rating we get, the more people will have access to From Borderline to Beautiful, hope and help for individuals with BPD.